Hey moms, are you needing a reminder of the benefits of homeschooling as you dive into the new school year? That's the topic of today's episode on the Dorenda Wilson podcast. Welcome everyone. I'm Dorenda, wife to one, mom to eight, Nana to 10, and 28-year veteran homeschooling mom. I'm also the author of three books, The Unhurried Homeschooler, a simple, mercifully short book on homeschooling, The Four-Hour School Day, How You and Your Kids Can Thrive in the Homeschool Life, and Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart. 31 Days in God's Word. All three of these books are available on Amazon. They're also available at my website, DorendaWilson.com, and The 4-Hour School Day is available at any of your favorite booksellers in addition to the places that I just mentioned. I hope you'll go and check those out. Also, I have an online mentoring course. Maybe you're new to homeschooling. Maybe you aren't new to homeschooling, but you're feeling burnt out, like things just need to be simpler. They need to be different. You're overwhelmed. Well, the Unhurried Homeschooler Mentoring Course might be just the ticket for you. This is a series of videos that I created talking about what it looks like to take a more simple, unhurried approach to homeschooling ages uh, kindergarten through 12th grade. And this is all based on my experience with our eight kids and also just what I've seen in other homeschooling families as well. I include resources, but I can tell you that the course is not overwhelming. You can uh, listen or watch the videos at your own pace and you can go back at any time and rewatch the videos. So I hope you'll check that out. It's $37 um, and that is a lifetime access to those videos. So I'll leave a link in the show notes. Also, if you are enjoying this podcast, would you please just click five stars? Take a second and just do a quick review or give a quick rating. I don't think that you even have to put words in there. If you don't have time for that, I completely understand. Um, But just do that from wherever you're listening. If you just take 10 seconds to do that. I would greatly appreciate it because what happens is the platforms, the podcast platforms, push the podcast out to more people, the better ratings um, that that podcast has. So the the more ratings, it's really the more ratings and and good ratings, they just keep pushing it out. So, um, and the purpose, my intention and motivation and all of that is just to simply get encouragement out to as many moms as possible. So I hope that you'll take a minute to do that. Um, Also, my favorite math curriculum, I want to just share a quick testimonial from a mom who is also loving CTC math. She said this, I took a leap of faith and tried CTC math for the kids. I heard you talk about it on your super helpful and wonderful podcast. Thank you. That was very kind. (laughs) She said, our lives are so much better with this incredible program. My kids beg to do their math lessons first, and it has freed me up to work with the other kids more intentionally because I'm not struggling to teach concepts to frustrated children who can't relate to that, right? She said, it is a wonder. I was planning to pay for a math tutor to help, and now I don't have to search for one. Thank you. I've already told all of my homeschool mom friends. So moms, if you're considering a change in your math curriculum or you're looking for a math curriculum, please check out CTC Math at ctcmath.com. I will leave a link in the show notes. 
All right, so if you guys have been hanging out with me for a little while, you know that um, I shared in a recent episode that uh, on the physical benefits of homeschooling, as well as another episode on the mental benefits of homeschooling. Um, And when I talked about the mental benefits of homeschooling, um, I reminded or brought to to the forefront of our minds something that most of us know, Uh, that studies are showing that children's mental health, which is directly related to their emotional health, has declined significantly over the last several years. The big question is always, why? Now, I'm, I'm sure that the answer is complicated, but I can't help but think that there are two significant factors, the decline of the family and the decline of education. After all, those are the two biggest influences in a child's life, right? This is why I am so passionate about homeschooling. Those two influences can be dramatically improved if parents are intentional about building a strong family life. Faith is foundational to this, moms. And so I hope that you'll go back and listen to an episode I did on the importance of the biblical family along with a lot of other episodes like nurturing sibling relationships and, uh, you know, just... Uh, uh, homeschooling boys. I mean, just lots of episodes that tie into building a strong family life. I always like to say that school should revolve around family, not family around school. All right. We're not trying to imitate the traditional school system. What we want to do is follow God's directive in building a strong family life. And from that, our children will receive a robust education in so many different ways. But like I was saying, talking about those two influences about um, family life and education, those can be dramatically improved if parents are intentional about one, building a strong family life, and two, taking back their kids' education. But we have to make sure, again, that we are not copying the system that is failing And instead, we need to be intentional about taking advantage of the many benefits of homeschooling. That's why I'm doing this short little series on the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual benefits of homeschooling. I'll leave a link to those other uh, two that I've already done, and there will be an upcoming one on the the spiritual benefits of homeschooling. So it's impossible to separate the emotional benefits from the physical, mental, and spiritual benefits because the physical mental and spiritual benefits greatly impact our children's emotional health. And maybe that's the biggest point of this episode. Because there are so many benefits to homeschooling, our children's emotional health will be much more stable. However, as I mentioned in the last episode, are we taking advantage of these benefits? Are we considering the emotional health benefits of homeschooling and actually taking advantage of them. Moms, this can be as simple as just being available. Your kids knowing that you are there, that you are an open door at all times. At any time, they can come and talk to you about anything. Um, So you're available for hugs. You're available for encouragement. You're available for longer, more in-depth conversations. But our kids need to know that we are available to them. We have this amazing opportunity to grow kids who are emotionally intelligent. And I don't know if you've ever heard that term, but um, I pulled up some information from verywellmind.com 
which gave a definition of what emotional intelligence is. And then it also shared some identifiers that help us uh, identify whether our children or ourselves are emotionally intelligent. Like we have those signs and signals, okay? So let's first talk about the definition, emotional intelligence. Um, also, it can be called EI or EQ for emotional quotient is the ability to perceive, interpret, demonstrate, control, evaluate, and use emotions to communicate with and relate to others effectively and constructively. This ability to express and control emotions is essential, but so is the ability to understand, interpret, and respond to the emotions of others. Some experts suggest that emotional intelligence is actually more important than IQ for success in life. So that quote was taken directly from that article, and I'll leave a link in the show notes to that article. And in that same article, they uh, gave some examples of what it looks like to be emotionally intelligent, okay? So here, let's go through the list. An ability to identify and describe what people are feeling. Now, if your child struggles with this, you know, a, a child with autism may struggle with being able to read social cues or Asperger's, that kind of thing. So there are helps out there. Um, and I'll leave a link in the show notes to what I've used um, just to kind of check our son who has autism to see if he was really able to recognize people's facial expressions and give a reason why they might be feeling that particular emotion. And it happened that he did really, really well with that particular one, not so well with his own emotions and self-awareness. So that was kind of an interesting thing to find out, but I'll leave a link in the show notes to that. Um, okay, an awareness of personal strengths and limitations, self-confidence and self-acceptance, now, a lot of these things are things that our children learn over time. We cannot expect a five-year-old to have this level of emotional intelligence, but it's really awesome to see what we're shooting for, right? Okay, here's another one. The ability to let go of mistakes. Well, <laughs> I hate to break it to you moms, but I struggle with that sometimes myself, right? An ability to accept and embrace change. A strong sense of curiosity, particularly about other people, feelings of empathy and concern for others, showing sensitivity to the feelings of other people, accepting responsibility for mistakes, and the ability to manage emotions in difficult situations. Isn't that awesome? I think that is just such a great list. And so that's something to reference. It's not necessarily a checklist and we have to get all worked up about it, but I love having some guidelines as to what does emotional intelligence look like. So hopefully that was helpful to you. I also ran across another article on the internet, and this is one from actually from Australia, and I thought they did such a great job. Um, they were talking about the benefits of homeschooling, and I actually shared some things from that uh, website in another podcast episode, I think in the last episode on uh, the mental benefits of homeschooling. But um, I went back there again, because there were also emotional benefits listed there. And again, you know, these things are all very interrelated. So, you know, our mental health and our emotional health are very tied together. And our physical can can 
play into that as well, along with our spiritual. So, you know, it's never, it's never usually super simple. It's, it's complex because we are complex, but I think that if we take one situation at a time and we apply God's word to it, we will guide ourselves and our children toward greater emotional intelligence and just overall general better health. But again, the reason I'm doing these episodes is because I want you to recognize the advantages that homeschooling has to just basically grow overall physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, spiritually healthy children, okay? And the cool thing is, moms, that as we're homeschooling, we keep a humble attitude and we grow and learn right alongside of our kids. So maybe we struggle with our emotions being out of control or whatever. Well, you know what? Now's the time. We do this for the sake of our children. We take our emotions and we bring them to the Lord and we do not let them run the show. We let the truth of God's word, who he is and what he has to say. We, we, are, we are slaves to Christ. We do not want to be slaves to our emotions. Christ is a wonderful, wonderful master. He's a wonderful friend. He's a wonderful shepherd. Our emotions are not good to us a lot of the time. And when we turn inward rather than outward and upward, we find ourselves in trouble really, really quickly. So we want to retrain ourselves if that's a problem for us. Um, and I think we all probably need some work on that. Um, just We're just human, right? We have our struggles, but guess what, moms? We can grow right alongside of our kids. Never in my life would I ever have grown spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally um, as much as being a mother has caused growth. Okay, so I laugh because I said physical. Yes, we did grow, we grow <laughs> having these babies, right? <laughs> but really, seriously, so much of the time I pushed through because I loved my kids and I wanted them to have a healthy childhood. I wanted to set a good example. I did not set a perfect example by any stretch of the imagination, but it meant simply humbling myself over and over and over again, asking them for forgiveness when I messed up, asking the Lord to help redeem those things and change me, like sanctify me, make me more like him. And he uses hardship to do that. And, and hardship is part of motherhood and it's part of, of raising kids. And so he uses all of that for our good and for his glory. And so we want to, again, take advantage of, be aware of the benefits that there are to homeschooling and make sure that we are taking advantage of them. If we are so focused on the curriculum and the math and those things have their places, but if we're so focused on that, that we miss these other things, we've really missed it. We've missed most of what homeschooling really is about. Okay, curriculum, math, language arts, all good things, wonderful things, necessary things. But oh my goodness, if you raise children who are physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually strong and resilient and intelligent, they're going to have no trouble finding a job or making it in this life and not just making it, but thriving and advancing the kingdom of God and glorifying him. Gosh, gosh you guys, I think about what it says in... Um, 
in, I think it's in First John, it said, I have no greater joy than to know that my children are walking in truth. So we can present the truth to our children when it comes to things, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, but we get to do that on a daily basis through discipleship. And what I mean by that is just walking alongside of our kids day in and day out. Okay, so let's talk about some more advantages emotionally for our kids when it comes to homeschooling. So in the conventional classroom, kids have pressure to keep up or stay back with the current lessons. They have pressure to blend in with the rest of the kids and pressure to generally disengage with their individual needs and interests. That makes, now we don't want to raise individualists who are only focused on their own, you know, what they want, what they need and all of that. That's not what we're trying to say here. What we're saying is that in a classroom, kids are a lot more aware of the children around them and the pressures put on them by the outside. And they're not given the opportunity to become self-aware. And part of becoming self-aware is recognizing their need for Christ. Part of becoming self-aware is recognizing, wow, Um, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? We can't trust our heart. We need to trust our Savior. So we're going to go back to the Word of God for answers. So you see the difference there. Homeschooling brings back emotional and educational freedom in a few ways. And I'm going to go through these ways um, right now. Homeschooled kids don't need to worry about fitting in or feeling fine, quote unquote, you know, like they always have to be okay, right? They can be honest about how they feel and express themselves as they are. And then as parents, we can gently guide them toward what is good and right according to God's word. So we're teaching them like, yes, you can have these feelings. Feelings are not wrong. It's what you do with them. So we're teaching them to be emotionally intelligent. We're teaching them self-control, self-regulation. And that that comes from day in and day out discipleship and discipline and training and guidance. Okay, another way um, that homeschooling provides um, emotional and educational freedom is because of the one-to-one teaching ratio. Um, So our kids can be met where they are in terms of their lessons and their education if they have special needs, such as repeating a lesson or spending more time on certain subjects over others. Those can be accommodated without feeling like they're an outcast without them feeling like they're the oddball, the stupid one, all of that. That's the last thing that our kids need to feel. What they need to know is that they are fearfully and wonderfully made, that God has given them unique plan, unique purposes. He has unique plans for them. He's wired them a certain way. And then our job as parents is to hone in on those gifts and those strengths. And, you know, obviously we're going to work on the weaknesses too, but we're not going to make those such a big deal. Um, You know, I think we have this tendency to teach remedially, which means to go back and really just keep drilling down on the things they're not good at rather than um, really letting them advance in the things they are good at. We can work a little bit at a time on the weaknesses, but let's let them see um, and find those strengths and those giftings. 
Okay, another way that homeschooling brings back emotional and educational freedom is that mental health, again, is very, very much tied in with emotional health as well, can be addressed as part of the lesson plan and acknowledged as an important part of education and life. Now, this can be something we intentionally make part of our our kids' lesson plans, but I think it's important to understand that typically... This often isn't written into the learning plan because these opportunities usually present themselves spontaneously, right? So, you know, a child has an, a spontaneous eruption of emotion out of the blue. You can't plan for that. That is not in the lesson plan, right? But we can take the time to walk our kids through their experiences and give them a biblical perspective that will anchor them throughout life. We're not invalidating their emotions, but we're showing them what to do with emotions, how to properly handle their emotions according to what God's word has to say. And I'll be sharing some verses at the end that give some examples. Okay, kids can also learn in a comfortable environment that allows them to relax and express themselves more naturally. Um, I'll give you some examples. I mean, my kids, some of my kids like to read upside down. Some like to read in a tree. Some like to read while they were twirling or listen to a story while they were twirling around and round. Um, You know, I could adjust the environment according to their needs. And they had the freedom to tell me things like, I need music. I need noise going on in order to be able to focus. And then I have another kid who's like, I don't want any noise. I want silence. And so accommodating those needs as best we can so that they um, can learn as efficiently and effectively as possible and be encouraged and, and, and grow in confidence. But also, I think it's really important that they learn how they learn. So if our kids come out of their homeschooling years knowing this is what I need to do to learn something, they can learn anything. Like learning new things is not going to be intimidating to them because they know how to figure out how to teach themselves things. All right. Another reason uh, that we have this freedom that comes, um, you know, homeschooling brings back emotional and educational freedom in this way. Kids can vocalize their individual needs directly to their their parent without feeling embarrassed or inconveniencing an entire classroom a student, which gives them the freedom to become more self-aware. Um, again, the pressure of worrying about what other people think, um, they don't have to worry about that. And it allows us as parents to affirm who God made them while also requiring them to vocalize their needs in a respectful way. A lot of kids aren't in tune with their needs, or if they are, they're afraid to say them. We want our kids to be able to say them, but to say so respectfully and in a way um, that is winsome and a way that, you know, isn't disrespecting mom and dad or anyone else. And so again, we have the opportunity to show them what that looks like. So if participating broadly in community is an indicator that homeschoolers are indeed more social than their public school counterparts, which again can relate very strongly to emotional stability, I would like you to consider this research from the National Home Education Research Institute. Now, I'm going to leave a link, a couple of links in the show notes to, to, to bring you where I got this information, but also where you can check out a lot more information because they've been researching the results of homeschooling for over 30 years. And it's a really fun website to go visit. 
So here's what it had to say. Researchers, quote, researchers have shown that homeschooled students participated in more activities than children attending conventional school and that homeschooled children actively participated in myriad forms of community activities from organized sports, scouts, volunteer and paid work, church activities, and a whole variety of community offerings from dance and visual arts to hobby-related groups. Furthermore, as adults, homeschooled children are active participants in civic life, being more likely to work for political candidates or causes, attend public meetings, participate in protests or boycotts, vote in elections, and contribute money to political candidates than the general population, unquote. So in other words, taking advantage of the benefits of homeschooling helps us grow strong, confident, healthy, productive, participating adults who see the value that they have to offer to make the world a better place. They care and they're invested, okay? So I'll leave that link in the show notes. So here are some more fun facts on homeschooling. This is just for kicks because I just find this so fascinating. You guys, people say, oh, you know, homeschooling is a, um, experiment. No, it's not. It's not an experiment. Okay. So this whole traditional school system was set up back during the industrial uh, revolution when everything was becoming very mechanized for efficiency, which was wonderful in many, many ways. It provided us many, many new, more efficient ways to produce things. However, they applied that whole approach to education and we lost so much. We lost the purpose of education and it and it switched over to performance. And the other thing was there was a real huge drive to produce a, a, a class of people or a, a generation of people, obviously more than that since then, it's been many generations of people who are worker bees, who could work in these um, factories. Okay, we are so past that, moms and dads. We are so past that, okay? The future is healthy adults who are productive, who are healthy physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. These are the leaders of the future. These are the ones who can pivot, who can problem solve, who can critical think, who can actually contribute to the ever-changing workforce, the ever-changing culture. So, you know, don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. Okay. So let's Remember that homeschooling is not an experiment anymore. Also, the reason that I was saying this is because this place has been um, researching homeschooling for 30 years. That's a good amount of time to come up with some good um, actual facts on how homeschooling is doing. Okay, so here's some fun facts. Um, Homeschooling has proven to enhance family relationships between children and parents and among siblings, also to provide guided and reasoned social interactions with youthful peers and adults. In other words, healthy socialization, right? Also, homeschooling provides a safer environment for children and youth because of physical violence, drugs and alcohol, psychological abuse, racism, and improper and unhealthy sexuality associated with institutional schools, right? Okay, and homeschooling, is showing that uh, the results are that it teaches, that allows us to teach and impart a particular set of values, beliefs, and worldview to children and youth. Okay, but again, are we taking advantage 
of these benefits, okay? Here's some ways that homeschooling benefits a child's social, emotional, and psychological development. All Again, all of those are interrelated, right? So research facts on homeschooling, and this is also from the same website, and I'll leave a link in the show notes to that. Research facts on homeschooling show that the home educated are doing well, typically above average on measures of social, emotional, and psychological development. Research measures include peer interaction, self-concept, leadership skills, family cohesion, participation in community, service, and self-esteem. 87% of peer-reviewed studies on social, emotional, and psychological development show homeschool students perform statistically significantly better than those in conventional schools. Homeschool students are regularly engage in social and educational activities outside their homes with people other than their nuclear family members. They are commonly involved in activities such as field trips, scouting, 4-H, political drives, church ministry, sports teams, and community volunteer work. The balance of research to date suggests that homeschool students may suffer less harm, abuse, neglect, and fatalities than conventional school students. Lastly, adults who were home educated are more politically tolerant You hear that? More politically tolerant than the public schooled in the limited research done so far. And that makes sense to me because as homeschooling parents, we're not afraid to talk about other people's viewpoints and then talk through why do we not believe that that viewpoint is right? And we don't believe it because it is, it goes against what God's word has to say. And when God's word has the final authority in our homes, our kids have an anchor. They have an anchor for their souls. They have an anchor for their minds. They have an anchor for their emotions. Um, So, you know, I, I don't even know what else to say. I mean, this is just so encouraging to me. I hope it's It's been the same for you. So lastly, finally, and most importantly, we have the opportunity to help our kids learn to self-regulate because of their knowledge of scripture, okay? Here are just a few verses that address emotions, okay? Proverbs 29, 11, a fool gives full vent to his anger, but a wise man quietly holds it back. Okay, this isn't a stuffing of emotions. It is a response to anger. Instead of giving it full vent, we are going to take it and we're going to yield it to the Lord and we're going to maybe have a conversation about what just happened, right? We're going to communicate, we're going to teach our kids to communicate their anger, um, their feelings of anger in a healthy, productive way. Okay, Proverbs 15, 18, hot-tempered man stirs up strife, but he who is slow to anger quiets contention, Romans 12, 2, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Philippians 4, 6, and 7, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And then it goes on to say, and the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Ecclesiastes 3, 4, there's a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. There's a time for everything. And that's another thing that our kids can learn. There's a time for grieving. There's a time for strong emotion. But again, it's all going to be yielded to 
the authority of Scripture, and the authority of Christ. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your kindness and your goodness to us, Lord, and reminding us of the truths of Scripture, of our privilege and responsibility and benefits of homeschooling our kids. Lord, I pray for every parent listening that they would be greatly encouraged um, in, in in visiting and learning and maybe revisiting the advantages of homeschooling. Lord, thank you for giving us the opportunity to home educate our kids. But Lord, we know and acknowledge that education is not neutral. It is discipleship. Discipleship is rooted in relationships and relationships take time. Lord, I ask that you would give us the wisdom to leave margin in our days, to take advantage of the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual benefits of homeschooling. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.